0: after these messages we'll be right back i can't believe i ate that whole thing are you in good hands and now a word from our sponsors
1: hey everybody welcome to after these messages where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks we are here to talk about tv commercials my friends the good ones and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Now you can own one of the Wizarding World's coolest cloaks. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Vives.
2: Hello, Andrew. What do
1: you think is the Wizarding World's most magical cloaks? Is it's, that the, it's the coolest, cloaks. Or coolest cloak? Coolest cloak. One
2: of the coolest cloaks. There's one a, of. There's so many cloaks some in the, the Wizarding in World. In the Wizarding World. First of all, you've got the whole universe of cloaks. Yeah. Then some of them are cool this one
1: is one of
2: one of the
1: coolest coolest. do we know what the coolest is or do we not get that granular
2: we haven't gotten that granular yet that's gonna take more research
1: now i happen to know not to spoil things but i happen to know what kind of cloak that is they're talking about from that commercial and i believe it is a cloak of invisibility that's right and that might have something to do with our topic today?
2: <laughs> uh, yes, nice pivot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, there's a commercial running right now um, that has a, a, a character getting into an invisibility suit.
1: I think I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. It's,
2: it's in pretty heavy rotation. It's for Rocket Mortgage. And it just got me thinking about invisibility as a trope. And it's a little Halloween-y, you know, it's not mm-hmm. like super theme but we are sort of in the, still in the Halloween season here, so.
0: Now you can own one of the
2: Wizarding World's coolest
0: clothes.
1: <laughs> All right,
2: okay, cl- fine, I was running long, I know, got did it.
1: you know that I didn't even mean to do that? <laughs> Did you see me jump? I don't even know what I did. I saw you jump. I honestly don't even know what I did to cause that. But anyway, sorry, everybody. (laughs) That's
2: okay. Well, let's move on. Um, So that's what
1: we're talking about today. Invisibility in commercials.
2: It's all commercials about cool cloaks. How have we
1: not done a show about cool cloaks in the wizarding (laughs) world? All right, so we'll be talking about invisibility. Did the Meineke commercial from the 80s make the cut?
2: It didn't. There's I'm the invisible
1: man, and I will not pay a lot for this muffler. Since
2: we had talked about that last week, mm-hmm. I didn't include it, but there are some uh, some oldies but goodies that, oh, I, yeah. that I, would, I dug up out of the archives, uh, including a truly appalling one. Um, for a diet soda that we'll get into,
1: Ooh, I'm looking forward to it. And also, um, we will check in with you guys, the ad council. And I see, although I haven't watched the whole thing, I see we have another commercial inspired by the Star Trek universe. And this one looks like I don't know how did they afford it. It looks like it's yeah. almost too high concept. It's
2: almost like they didn't pay for the right. <laughs> would be my it's guess. Amazing.
1: Did I see a mattress? floating through space oh my that looks like the enterprise
2: it's it is a rich vein
1: let me ask you a quick question do you know the enterprise's like license plate number off the top <laughs> of your head you know what i'm talking about it's like n dash something i don't okay i don't <laughs> You know it's a thing though, right? I was oh, behind yes. a car the other day I and they mean, had it, and I yeah. was like, "I think I recognize that font. I think it's a, a Star yeah, Treky thing." Many, many and so I fans
2: said, of the show know all the numbers of the uh, the original yeah. uh, Enterprise, and then the the D, and then I was
1: just proud that I was like, "Hey, this is Star Trek thing." Good
2: for you. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I don't mean knowing
1: things. I
2: I've never like gotten that granular about mm-hmm. the like the the sort of you know details about the show and like I you know that. I don't speak Klingon or anything. You'll get but there. I'll get there someday. Plan for my retirement.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's start by um talking about invisibility. Where do we begin?
2: Let's begin with that Rocket Rocket Mortgage one that I mentioned oh, yeah. that's kind of running right now. And yeah, probably if you're watching any TV or or streaming services that have ads, you're probably seeing it. This is for um, the, the mortgage company, Rocket Mortgage. I think that um, we probably talked about Rocket in some other contexts here. I can't recall if that's the one that Tracy Morgan did ads for, but you know, it's one of the many mortgage companies out sure. there. Um, this The premise here is, um, what would you do? It's sort of like a what if blank was true in this context? Oh, they're trying
1: to use that, that um, Geico trope well, sort it's, of it's just hard, as it's a way almost, of. It's
2: almost hard to call that Geico's um, kind of, I mean, it's their strategy certainly, but like everybody does it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like set up a sort of a ridiculous premise and then have somebody act it out. Mm-hmm. So the premise here is that what if um, uh, Aaron Donald, who I believe is a tackle for the Rams, um, what if Aaron Donald had a little edge on his competition? Uh, i.e., what if he could wear an invisibility suit and, like, his, you know, mm. the, the, the people he he's tackling couldn't see him coming. Mm-hmm. And
1: I, he could rough the passer. Could and rough the passer, know, no one hand. would know.
2: Yeah, I think you know you'd really it would give you a certain edge. I'm not sure what the National Football League has to say about invisibility suits on the field. I think that they're, I think it's okay as long we're still as you, waiting for a rule. As rolling. long as you
1: don't look askance at your competitor and you're not um you know called yeah no out celebrating. you celebrating <laughs> or taunting? <laughs> no
2: taunting while you're invisible. Hey, you,
1: did you just roll your eyes at the it's opposing? It's very hard bench? to get caught for.
2: That's another thing. It's very hard to get caught for. A taunting if you are invisible yeah so um you'll hear the announcer here and fun fact the the voiceover person is better be fun i guess it's like a. this
1: better be so fun
2: it's like a regular amount of emotion at a fact um (laughs) uh retta you know the the actress retta she was on parks and rec and um i'm sure a bunch of other do you things. know
1: who she was in parks and rec she's
2: donna the fabulous donna
1: uh i don't know if i know this person but okay you oh do. okay oh yes i just looked her up yes i know her she's an actor who goes by one name yeah
2: she just She was just like guess what now i'm retta no kidding
1: all right her uh her full name was marietta sirleaf Anyway, uh, I didn't know that that was that actor's name, but okay. Um, so this, is, she's doing the voiceover. I would say that is a fun fact.
2: Yeah, so we're all having fun here. Hey, <laughs> everybody, calm they, down. We're all
1: just having fun here. <laughs> this crazy suit gonna give me an edge?
2: Oh yeah, huge edge.
1: Okay, so he's putting on some futuristic-looking football suit, and I assume it's gonna make him invisible. See ya. <laughs> Invisibility gives Aaron Donald an edge on his game, just like a verified approval gives you an edge on your offer. Who hit me? By verifying Mm -hmm. your income, credit, and assets up front.
2: Z1C9D. Hey, Coach.
0: You see this? See what?
2: what? So, he takes off just the helmet, so his head is floating now in the middle of the football practice field,
1: which is kind of Halloweeny.
2: Kind of Halloweeny. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the guy the guy who he's talking to, I guess is I'm supposed to be the coach, yeah. has the greatest line re- read just on just, it's, weird. it's he, weird. He had to have made that choice. That's what I love. Like the script just said it's weird. Yes. And that's what he chose to do with it. It's weird. And I wonder how
1: many different versions
2: <laughs> Yeah. How many did he tried
1: and they went with that, which is like kudos to everybody. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great that is a great Line read, you're absolutely it's weird. correct on that.
2: I love it.
1: All right, so that in the Meineke commercial is what got you thinking about this. Correct. Okay.
2: Uh, so there's a, this next one is for a company called Long Roofing. Um, the roofs aren't unusually long. I was going to say, I that's interesting. I think the name of the company. That would be an
1: interesting tack. Like, how do we carve out our own like, space? Right, we make
2: long roofs. Yeah, like
1: they go almost <laughs> all the way to the ground. Like, you need a bigger plot Oh, see, of I was land. picturing,
2: like, long, like, For a long house. Oh, I
1: see. I was picturing the like, like where it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. As it's angling. You're thinking of deep roofing. Oh, sorry. They've never done a commercial about invisibility. (laughs) In fact, everybody's too visible in their commercials. Yeah,
2: exactly. Okay. Um, All right. So this is has the feel maybe of a sort of a local ad, but like a a a little bit upscale one. You know, not quite Beacon Plumbing local, but. But, you know, it doesn't feel like something that it hasn't, I don't, for one thing, don't think long roofing is a national concern.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, A woman in a fairly standard suburban house hears her doorbell ring, goes to the door, looks through the peephole, and sees nobody, but then the doorbell rings again. So now she opens the door. Hi, ma'am.
3: You called for a free estimate from long roofing? And there's a guy yeah, yeah.
2: standing there who's fully wearing the out, the uniform of, the, of a roofing estimate guy. What does that look like? It's mm-hmm. a blue shirt and khakis. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is there's, he's invisible, so yeah. all you see is the clothes.
3: Hi, ma'am. You called for a free estimate from long roofing?
2: Sorry, I didn't see you there.
3: Yeah, that happens. Well, it's often the things you don't see that matter the most. Just like with your roof. It's not just shingles. It's protective underlayers, weatherproofing. It's a deeply connected system.
1: (laughs) Now, there's a really good visual joke here. They have some like kind of family portraits hanging on the walls,
2: including one that looks like they're from. They have Elizabethan. (laughs) That's
1: very weird.
2: Uh, the not the one that this this visual joke is about, but next to it, there's just a picture of like a sort of Elizabethan woman and a child, and it's like a really strange choice to have in a suburban American household. That's
1: very weird. But they also just have a painting. Of a chubby baby, presumably a chubby baby in the family. Oh, it's a chubby hope. baby! Um, and the invisible man stands right in front of it, so it's framed up, so it looks like the the baby in the painting is wearing the hat, and and his head is popping out of the invisible man's collar. Interesting. What?
2: Long room And then she gets the giggles because she sees the chubby baby mm-hmm. uh, framed by his outfit. Chubby and, baby. And he doesn't know why she's laughing. And
1: then it says, the quality you notice comes from the details that you don't.
2: Hence the invisibility theme.
1: Yes. I'm trying to think, though. Does that actually line up? Is, Is
2: that, this a it, good... It feels, pitch. yeah, it's, it's, it feels like something oh, that makes you know sense as a pitch.
1: Details. You don't, I think so.
2: Yeah, Things I can just see beat it being me sort of submission.
1: true. I will also notice that this commercial comes to us via YouTube, and for some reason now YouTube wants to play for me a clip from Happy Days that's called Fonzie's Dad and it's 5 minutes long <laughs> you, and I know You that don't we want to read wa- too much into <laughs> YouTube
2: suggestions. No, I know, but
1: I I really can I will you YouTube a moment just to bookmark that so I can watch it when the show's over cuz I'd be interested in knowing please, what's going on feel there.
2: Feel free. YouTube suggested to me today that I watch a SNL parody of Squid Game. Uh-huh. Which I neither watched Squid Game nor do I watch SNL. Yeah. But I will say I'm glad I watched it. Oh, okay. you pretty, did you did
1: click it? Yeah, it's pretty oh, okay, funny. Okay, good. You know that reminds <laughs> me. A listener sent in. Maybe I should add this to our ad council later. Um, sorry about the sirens, if you can hear them, and the cat, if you can hear it, and just my general lack of articulation, if you can notice and that. And also as well. this digression. And this digression, but I almost put it in the show sheet, and I decided not to. But somebody sent me a. Um, yeah, remind me. Let's try to do this in ad council. SNL did a send up of all the different brands that are doing. Uh, um alcoholic sodas now or, oh, or hard seltzer is the yeah. one I'm looking for sorry you could hear my brain shut down hard seltzer and including JC Penny hard seltzer <laughs> That's I don't mean. the only reason I, I didn't pass it along was because I, I'm I'm not sure how great the payoff is uh if it's if you can only hear the audio but anyway we'll, we'll give it a shot uh okay what else do we have for invisibility though
2: all right this next one is a pretty long one and I'm not sure when it's from I probably could have tracked it down but i'll I tell you this
1: that it was posted by to. a production company in 2021 just the, earlier this summer so it could be relatively maybe new.
2: it's new it doesn't have the feeling of something that's super uh, new. okay okay um, i haven't seen it it's so for audi we'll the car maker and it is new enough that it's about um it's about driverless cars mm-hmm. um because it's a long monologue by the uh a person who says he's the invisible man who's been in like all the famous invisible man movies, right? Mm-hmm, okay. Um and so the visuals actually are kind of interesting. It's at this beautiful he's like a he's sort of an it's an old Hollywood guy, right? And he's sitting in in front of his beautiful mid-century modern just deluxe house in Hollywood in front of his pool. I mean, he's sitting there. We're seeing like I say we see him we see whether he's not in an empty suit of clothes we just see things that he's moving around his okay. glass of scotch his cigar etc
1: it does raise that question huh do your clothes is disappear he naked too?
2: but I mean the he drinks the scotch and I was sort of like mildly curious I do love the like the decisions that are made around what constitutes invisibility um, and so you know that we don't see the scotch trickling through an empty mm-hmm. you know uh, space or anything
1: yeah, because if you did, then it would raise all kinds of other questions. Then what liquids do we see?
2: Right. It's a, it's a real... Like
1: blood would be part of the body, you so really that would really go down a rabbit be,
2: hole, yeah.
1: But if you had just eaten a rabbit... Would you see that? I don't know. Being digested. And
2: when does it stop being invisible when it comes out the other end? Yeah, right. Exactly. You can can really drive yourself crazy. (laughs) A quick (laughs)
1: cross-section, or cross-reference, I should say, um, of some articles written about this. Looks like it was 2017, so a few years old. Okay. Okay. So not not super new. You ready to hear this? Yeah. Let's take a look.
0: I have always worked in film my first role was in 72 i starred in jb johnson's the invisible man hmm. i've done everything big productions short films indie movies all leading roles i rubbed shoulders with the crème de la crème
1: this is interesting. So, like, you see, we're now kind of inside of his den. We see posters for the movie The Invisible Man and other things he's appeared in. But then we also see photos from like red carpet uh, movie premieres, and we see people in tuxedos walking on the red carpet. But he's invisible.
2: So we are seeing him in a tuxedo with no head. Right. So
1: he must be so naked. He must be in naked the in front of the scene. pool. You're right. Yeah. Huh. He's probably in Palm Springs.
2: We're gonna Anything watch. Goes we're about there. to watch an ad in a. Um, couple of i think in a couple of uh, ads here where it really gets into uh the clothes being oh yeah like you're only Key. really invisible if you don't have clothes uh-huh. on.
0: okay yeah okay you know how it goes money awards fame they even made a statue of me
2: they show a like a pedestal with nothing on top of it,
1: except for a real-life cat yeah. who was just posing up there.
0: My hope is that one day my grandson will follow in my footsteps. A whole lifetime dedicated.
1: Oh to wait it. a second! So his is that is he his, he's, his, his grandson, grandson is is
2: pads towards the toward the pool, and you see his wet footprints appearing. I thought that was him. No, 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 because he's, still, he's drinking still drinking
1: scotch, and we so wow! So invisibility. Uh does run in the family.
0: A whole lifetime dedicated to horror, suspense, science fiction.
1: So he and his grandson are just naked hanging out of the pool together?
2: That's the inference. Wow. That's the inference I'm getting.
0: lighting a cigar. No you know what? I'd like to have done one with cars. But now, uh, I don't know. I don't think they'll call me.
2: Okay, finally we're getting to the pitch. So we see the Audi um, driving, and they cut to the interior, and of course it's pilotless as they are using it, um, uh, as they're, they're styling it, and it's a car that has needs no needs no invisible man to make it look like it's being driven by itself. That's
1: kind of interesting.
2: It is. It. I'm feels... in my
1: head on the nudity thing now. That one photo <laughs> of him on a red carpet, right? and you see an empty tuxedo. Yeah, makes you think that every time you don't see a bathing suit,
2: you're naked. But I mean, if he wants to be naked in his backyard, and if it's like, if maybe they're
1: with his grandson, maybe
2: they're naturists. Hmm. It's not. It's not. Not all naked. Nat- I sexual. said
1: Marge Simpson grumble. Okay, mm.
2: well, um, so speaking of cars, apparently this invisibility idea is an idea that other luxury autos have um, have uh also adopted this is invisible signifying something else so this is for Mercedes-Benz um you're going to hear John Hamm you know they're their pitch man, um talking about how this car uh how this car has a very light uh, uh carbon footprint or no carbon footprint mm-hmm. um and what you're seeing is the sort of traditional car ad like luxury car ad lots of open road uh Winding highways along a seaside, and you see the sort of the footprint of the car, like the the dust being kicked up and whatnot, but no car, right? It's just it's mm-hmm. invisible. Okay,
3: let's take a listen to this. From the beginning, Mercedes-Benz has left its mark on performance on safety and on innovation. And now we're poised to make our biggest impact yet with an all-electric fleet for a carbon neutral future. Because perhaps the greatest mark Mercedes-Benz can leave upon the world is to leave no mark at all. Hmm.
2: So, you know, kind of straightforward, right? Like the the invisibility is a metaphor for no carbon footprint. But Mercedes really took this to the next level with this stunt that they did. So they... Can I just say yes. an
1: invisible car here? This makes me nervous because... At, you know, we see this invisible car, we quote, unquote, see it. We see its impact as its leaves are rustling right. as it passes. As it's, it's still a physical right. object. But then at one point, it drives quickly past a, a young woman who's standing at the side of the road, and her hair kind of blows. I'm just mm-hmm. like...
2: She's like she didn't walk into it. Yeah, this is incredibly
1: dangerous. Yeah, this is incredibly this dangerous.
2: This is incredibly Mercedes dangerous, says. and I'm
1: going to be writing some letters.
2: Well, they really, they really went whole hog with this idea of an invisible car, because they did this stunt in Germany. Then uh, they made a little doc a little mini one and a half minute documentary about it. Um, they took one of their cars and they covered it in LEDs and I'm explaining this because like this is all told in, sub- in like uh, text here. they cover it in LEDs and then they like put on the on one side of it a camera that transmits to the other side what that camera is seeing. So from one side of the car, it appears that you're just looking through it to, the other side, in other words, it appears to be transparent. Uh-huh. um It's just a trick, right? Like you, you can understand the technology. It's, it's impressive, but it's not like magic. But then they drove it around Germany and they freaked
0: people the fuck out. No kidding.
1: There's, I'm watching this silently in the background while you're talking, and yeah, we're just seeing all these people kind of being mesmerized as this thing. Now, to these people, it's not invisible. You're going to be doing a lot of like post production see- to make it to make it a little bit um, smoother for what we even I
2: guess see. I don't really know how how you know effective mm-hmm. this was. There is some good footage of people like dancing and you know dancing on one side of it so that the people on the other can like see what's happening. I mean, you know they're very distorted. Like it sort of gives them a fisheye lens quality when you see them cuz like you're seeing whatever the camera sees, not literally seeing through a transparent object. But, you know, like to your point, like Mercedes kind of got, and it's for the same thing, right? It's this like zero, it's this carbon neutral thing that they're trying to promote.
1: I'm an idiot. I'm sitting here trying to figure out if I should admit my thought process on this. At first, I thought we were watching a little behind the scenes on how they made the commercial. Oh no, no! And I'm thinking, and then I said to you, well, clearly, like the people in real life could see it, but they smoothed it out in post production. No, in the commercial <laughs> no, we saw there was no car. Entry. Yeah, it was there was. This no... was just an in. In the commercial, it was just CG. <laughs> it was just like people making leaves rustle right. and whatever. This was just a, a another way of kind of promoting this IRL Idea. and, and c- freaking people. Can out. you play it just because? Boy, am I stupid.
2: Well, that's okay. I mean, I I, I probably should have set it up better. Um,
1: you know how you um, saying that song, "The love you make is equal to the love you take." <laughs> yeah. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> that's how well, I know, feel. You know, Chris, right now. I've always stupid, found
2: stupid that it is true
1: <laughs> all right you want it so you wanted me to play this I didn't know that there was uh, audio worth hearing here
2: it's um. not that it's so much worth hearing it's just that it drives my ear crazy so listen to this mm-hmm.
1: We're seeing the images of this "quote unquote" invisible car with some. It's pretty text. impressive,
2: actually, when it's hidden in like some some woods. You really can't mm-hmm. see it until they turn the LEDs off. Mm-hmm. But anyway,
1: there's I, text on screen explaining how they did it and why it's important and what the car does. Okay.
2: So, but that music does that sound familiar to you? It does not. It doesn't sound like uh, "Dance of the Nights by uh, Prokofiev.
0: It's-
1: I don't I don't know.
2: Well, to me it does sound a lot like that. If you I which I have a link to here.
1: Is there a chance that yeah, a, the Mercedes is- just uses a different movement?
2: I guess there is a chance, and I wish someone who knows about classical music would let me know if that's the case. Because this is Chance of the Nights, which is from, uh, I believe, Romeo and Juliet, the ballet, Oh, okay. is very famous. Here, let me
1: put it in the background here. Here we go. Okay.
2: Um, and so fa- I'll, let me tell you how famous it is. I've heard it. Mm-hmm. That's how famous <laughs> it is. Like, it's famous enough that I knew that if I just went to like a like top 100, because I never know what the name of any classical music is. Yeah. But I do have a website that I go to that's like top 100 classical music songs that everybody's heard a million times. Mm-hmm. And I knew this would be on it.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Um, and so I went and looked this up and I was like, God, it's just it's irritating my ear that 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 they're using something that sounds so much like this. That I want to hear the actual sound. of Okay, it. let's go
1: back. I'm going to go back to the actual Mercedes commercial. Play some more of this. I'm also going to try to Shazam it while we All right. listen. Okay, let's take yeah, a listen do it to, to this. it. Okay, now I've Shazammed it. By taking off my headphones and blasting them. <laughs> and according to Shazam, this, what we're listening to in the commercial, is something called Smooth Rest Cafe by Emily
2: Shepard. Huh.
1: That doesn't seem right, does it?
2: Well, it's not what I would have guessed.
1: And also, I mean, it just seems really wrong to me. But on the other hand... Um, it found it immediately. Yeah. So I have searched for this. And I have found Smooth Rest Cafe by Emily Shepard. It says it's from the Soviet Union. And also, the um, the imagery on YouTube that goes along with it is uh, very Soviet. So I wonder yeah. if this was something specifically related to. There it is. So it's the same one. Yeah. So it's an existing piece of music.
2: OK. Well, I guess they just liked it better. But for my money, the Prokofiev is uh, better.
1: Hmm, I'm now I want to know what the background of this uh, <laughs> song is. Um, Welcome
2: to our podcast, the two least qualified uh-huh. people talking about classical music.
1: Two years ago, somebody posted this to the subreddit, What's This Song? And user The Doctor Is In says, feels like this song is overall, it feels like this song is put over all the Soviet Union documentaries, but I don't know the name. And people said it's Emily Shepard's Smooth Cafe Rest. So there you go, or Smooth Rest Cafe. So that was really helpful for me to read that on well, the fly. Well, I'm glad
2: you actually, I mean, I am impressed that you were able to find the actual song. And it might just be that that I just have some sort of, you know, that, that like other people aren't hearing this the way I'm hearing it, in mm-hmm, other Yeah, words.
1: right, yeah. It just happened to be, it happened to be something that stood, stands out to you. Although, I got to say, I don't, I did not But you know hear how that. they're
2: similar, right?
1: Yes. Yes, they are similar, but I didn't know that, you know, I wouldn't have known about... I'm saying Emily Shepard is a hack. Yeah, that's exactly what you're saying. Now I'm trying to figure out if I can get to uh, any explanation of what it is, but I cannot. I do not know era there, but it sounds like a more modern era with a name like that. So, okay, what else do we have on the topic of invisibility?
2: All right. Well, remember I said we were going to get to one that really kind of... um, Highlights the idea that without clothes An invisible person is only Invisible naked
1: Yes and I see uh, Not a spoiler alert Here I see this is a Levi's commercial And I feel like I've seen this one before Is this going back to the 90s? It does
2: Yeah I'm not sure exactly when it came out but I can Tell you that it was directed by Michael Bay Which has a very 90s Uh, feel to it uh So Michael Bay directed two Levi's ads and they are Explicit. Really? Yeah. So there's this one which sexual, sexual, sexually. Yeah, very sexually explicit. Uh-huh. This one I really like, um, and I want to talk. Well, you about only it.
1: like dirty things.
2: I love dirty things.
1: Whenever I walk into the TV <laughs> room, you're watching another sex scene. You,
2: you walked in on the dirtiest scene in the stupid sci-fi show I'm watching what the other day. What is show? It's called Another Life. Do not watch. Very bad. Um, but I'm super sucked into the soap opera mm-hmm. of it now. And it's not that, it's not a very sexy show, to be honest with you. It's like pretty, it's pretty much like nerd, nerdery. Mm-hmm. But you walked in during like the only and extremely graphic sexy I wasn't even paying that much, the much the attention. You, you
1: like made some sound like you got caught as I was <laughs> well, walking Well, I just made
2: me laugh because you kind of like. You hadn't come in for yeah. like the whole show that I'd been watching, and then you walked in. I was like, "Oh, of course he's getting up now, right?" Because this is incredibly dirty.
1: All right, all right. So this is the Levi's commercial. Now we see an invisible man hanging out in his in his apartment, right? Yeah. We can kind of see like we don't see the person, but we see jeans and a flannel shirt and hanging out with a visible dog. For yes, the dog worth. is totally
2: visible, but uh, this is a guy wearing his Levi's, his flannel, whatever. And then his doorbell rings. When he opens it, there's another invisible, there's an invisible girl there. We mm-hmm. see that she's very...
1: Well, we can say woman. Woman. Don't do what those copywriters did.
2: Oh, yeah. Thank last you. Last
1: week where they referred to the man as a man, but the woman is You're a girl. Right.
2: That, that's a good catch. An invisible woman is standing at the door. She's um, very conventionally attractive. At least her body is. We can see her, her shape mm-hmm. from her, her shirt and her jeans.
1: And what a shape it is. And
2: what a shape it is. Um and so they pretty much get down to business and they <laughs> they you so you see them stripping.
1: You see the clothes being shed. Yes. I think I remember this. Yeah, I
2: mean I think this probably like created a kind of a wave. Mm-hmm. Um, they strip off all their clothes so you don't see anything except like the shoes running towards the bedroom together. And then the doorbell rings again.
0: They get to the tan across the ten, to the front, down. <laughs>
1: Clean up the apartment really fast. The the shapely clothes.
2: So she comes in, she takes off her jacket, they're lighting some candles. They're getting, they're like making out on the kitchen counter, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and
2: then they're like dry humping on the couch. Yes, and now now the undressing begins. The top
1: is coming off.
2: Nobody wears any underpants in this oh, yeah, in good. this world
1: yeah. In the invisible world Yeah jeans are coming off Dog is covering his eyes
2: So the, the woman walks naked into his bedroom He takes off all of his clothes Now the doorbell rings He runs back out Throws on his flannel but no pants Mom And oh, no. at the standing in front of the door Is his also invisible mom uh, Did you recognize the voice Who said mom
1: It was Etta Is that the woman from Parks and Recreation? Nope, it wasn't
2: Retta or Etta. Okay,
1: Um, I don't know who was it. Try
2: it again. Listen to one more time.
1: Um, Let's see, just the part where... Just all he he says is
2: mom.
0: Mom. Mom.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, I want to say it's the famous actor who is also in the (laughs) corn... Pops commercial.
2: I don't think that's it and I have, have to say I don't know that I'm right about this uh-huh. because I couldn't find any evidence anywhere um, although I didn't do a super exhaustive search but I'm confident that that's Michael J. Fox.
3: Oh really? Listen to it again.
2: yeah.
1: Michael J. Fox would have been so famous at this point to get him to say one word.
2: Well this was probably after he got sick also. Mom! How is that not? I feel like it's Michael Michael J. J. Fox esque. I don't think
1: you get Michael J. Fox to do that.
2: Michael Bay can't get Michael J. Fox.
1: Maybe, but Michael Bay isn't Michael Bay here. Michael Bay is making commercials here.
2: He's already Michael Bay at the You think point. he's already Michael yeah. Bay?
1: You know what I think is interesting who posted this is somebody named Michael Carp because the description is Michael Bay director, Michael Carp motion control camera operator. So there is a motion control camera operator and named Michael Carp who's theory. going around posting the things that he worked on.
2: And it supports a theory that only Michaels were allowed to work on
1: this. <laughs> that is, you know what? You got me there. <laughs> you got me there. Of course, Michael Carp has also posted something, no joke, that is called...
2: Ad Council, I'm going to put up a poll... Um, is it Michael J. Fox or
1: no, not? no 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 new no nr nr. That's not how this works. What we need the ad council to do is not give their uneducated opinions. We need somebody to find Proof one way or another, whether or not that's Michael J. Fox. That's what we need. I don't want your opinions. Everybody likes you more, first of all. <laughs> you and won I the know last that. poll. Well, that's because I was a slam dunk, um, and that's one of the reasons people like you more. Is you're not an <laughs> asshole like me. Um, but uh, also, no, 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 we need your help sleuthing this out. I, no, no polls on factual information.
2: No polls on factual. information No, this isn't this
1: isn't Fox News. <laughs> Let's put up a poll. Do vaccines work or do they just make you liberal? Right, right. All All right. right. An interesting commercial, though. I do think I remember that. You said he did another dirty commercial.
2: Yeah. So the one he... I don't really remember the Invisible People one, but I do remember the other one, which I didn't include here because it's actually just not that good. It's quite long. But two hot young people, a man and a woman, get into an elevator, and as the elevator is uh, going down they have it's either one of them has or both of them have an incredibly vivid and elaborate fantasy about their whole they fall in love they start making out in the elevator then quickly progress to marriage and mm-hmm. babies and the whole thing and like instantly you know in this sort of like you know occurrence at El Creek Bridge way have this like fantasy life and then the elevator dings and the door opens and they go their separate ways and then the the tagline is like, it's for like a wide leg jean. Uh, the possibilities are wide open. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's steamy at the beginning. Is it's that quite weird? steamy. Yeah. yeah. You know, though, this Invisible Man commercial, before we move on to the next one, does raise a question. So to me, someone who can see the clothes that yeah. they're wearing, you can see, okay, if these clothes are tight fitting, she's very shapely. But when she takes off the top, to me there's nothing to be attracted to anymore because i don't see it do invisible people see each other naked is it erotic for this invisible man right. for this woman to take her top off or would it be more erotic for We're her to leave keep it the on top, top on that's
2: a great question thank
1: you and also it goes back to Who the- put
2: that on the pole <laughs> which is only, more erotic
1: <laughs> only if invisible people <laughs> If you're, listen, not a poll, if you're an invisible person <laughs> yeah. and you're listening Please right let now, us know. let us know if it's erotic when other invisible people take off their clothes. I think
2: that's a fantastic question. <laughs> okay. I really
1: do. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. So moving on. This is a little bit of a cheat because there is technically no invisibility in this.
1: Oh, sounds like a pretty big cheat.
2: Well, but the concept of invisibility appears here. So this is for Straight Talk Wireless. You have um, a mom... Uh, in her kitchen and she's touting the advantages of getting this like cheaper kind of mobile you know of of phone service through I don't know exactly how it works she talks about putting a different sim card in her phone Mm -hmm. but then she says she's saving money because she needs to put her kid through college and her, her kid has a different idea straight talks bring your own phone plan saves me a lot of money to prove it I switch from an expensive contract plan by popping a sim card into my phone now it's a straight talk phone, and I get to keep my same number and network for half the cost. That's money we could put towards your college fund.
0: Well, I'm not going to college. I want to be a magician. Dr- Invisibility.
1: Okay, so this kid is in the kitchen, and he's got a big. Would you say this is one of the coolest cloaks in the wizarding world? He's got a I big black. would say it's one of the
2: coolest, honestly. Felt
1: cloaks. Okay, so he's wa- He's waving it around. He's kind of holding it in front of himself. He's saying that he doesn't want to go to college. Let's back it up I want here. To
2: be a magician. Invisibility now. I can still see you. <laughs> your phone, your network. So
1: then he poses, kind of a superhero pose, thinking he's invisible, but he's not. Yes. Is it, there any more here? No, Should I keep it's, going? It's,
2: real small. it's real short. It's just That's very cute. That's cute. Though.
1: The, the kid's cute.
2: I like. actually think that their dynamic is great, and mm-hmm. and I like both actors.
1: I can still see you. I'm glad that he didn't start shedding his clothes.
2: Yeah, I think we're done... We're done with people getting naked, mm-hmm. as I look ahead here.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's what, you, that's what you told me the other night. Very, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Kind of bummed me yeah, out. Yeah, kind, kind of But you know we're well into our 40s. <laughs>
2: um, so this, now we're going we're gonna to take a look back. I said at the top of the show that there were a few that were, there was at least one that was super appalling from the oldie times. Um, this is all. This is not appalling. This is just kind of old and cute. It seems very old, um, from like the nineteen seventies. It's black and white, um, which I don't. Was TV black? TV wasn't black and white in the seventies. This is just a black and white. Okay. It's just a choice. Um, but you have an invisible man and his invisible son, and you can tell which is the son because he has a beanie with a propeller on it. Oh, okay. And they're talking about um, the advantages of this new Scotch tape.
1: Okay, I'm scrolling ahead a little bit, too. It does look like it's sort of half black and white, half color I guess later there is when some they color. start introducing It just sounds like
2: a munster feel Okay, yeah, it. I
1: think it's, it looks like it might be kind of a... It's building on this trope of this era of old scary yes. horror and, and maybe and drama. For
2: some, for seemingly no reason, they kind of talk in scary voices. Oh, yeah. It's like, you're invisible, you're not vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, I am the... Now he's and only wearing gloves and like socks, which is upsetting.
3: She's Louise.
0: Adding a new bug to his
3: collection. With Scotch Magic Transparent
0: Tape. Unlike this old-fashioned cellophane tape, it isn't shiny on the bug. It remains virtually invisible year after year. Wait a second. Feel. Yeah, they didn't think
1: this through. No, they You did said not. we're done with nudity, but we're not because I guess we aren't. if we can see their shoes and their gloves and their hats, everything then else we is see hanging out. Their clothes, out. unless I mean, I want to. I want to make this work because I don't like. I don't like all these adults hanging out with their kids, their and nude grandkids, kids. naked. And somehow it's worse just wearing a hat and gloves and shoes. It's upsetting. I don't know. Why. As opposed to being out at yeah. the pool. No, no.
2: Every, every, like these guys
1: are just standing in their, like, their antechamber, whatever I agree. you call it. Way
2: worse with socks and gloves. The <sighs> gloves make it extra gross. Yeah, like, come on, what are
1: we doing? What are but we maybe doing? maybe there's something going on with just, like, they are wearing clothes, but it's just at the very, very tips of the body that the clothes are seen. Does again. that sound the invi- plausible to because you? Because the invisibility comes from the, the core of the human. <laughs> I've got to make this work. <laughs> I got to make this work. <laughs> I refuse to believe that this man and boy are just hanging out and one of them's wearing a derby hat, one of them's wearing a propeller cap and
2: everything else and is everything just Oh, natural. Is, oh
1: god, damn it.
2: All right, speaking of being upset, get ready. No, no. Strap in. This is very upsetting. Oh, We've no. seen a lot of ads on this show um that hinged on the idea of women Having to go to great lengths and jump through a lot of hoops to please their men, to stay attractive for their man, to make a coffee that's good enough for their man, not to leave them for the office girl or whatever. Mm -hmm. I said girl intentionally there. Mm -hmm. This is for Fresca, um, the diet soda, the grapefruit flavor. I love Fresca. I love a Fresca. I didn't know it was
1: diet. I thought it was just grapefruit.
2: Well, it's low calorie. It's always been low calorie. That must
1: be why I'm so thin.
2: Uh, must be uh, so this is you have a a woman there are two of them here so just let it roll or mm-hmm. you'll see it end but there will be another one afterwards you have a woman who's only it's just her head showing as kind of like just invisible below her neck she's standing next to a man and she's going to explain why she's invisible below her neck
0: when I put on John's favorite dress and he doesn't notice
2: that's bad so I watch my calories that's good she drinks a fresca, and now there are only two calories in an glass her fresca. body slowly appears, no and she's wearing a dress. It suit. Me. It's what I call an diet soft drink.
1: She's wearing like an evening dress, an evening actually, dress. Not, I, I not a swimsuit. So she just like using this like very old technology of the very early seventies they're just sort of like revealing her and now suddenly the husband is paying attention to her because she's it's
2: not a huge fatty. honest-to-goodness diet soft drink
3: Bye. I like
1: fresca gross I don't like this it's sugar-free let's watch this next one here
0: when I put on a red pantsuit and my husband doesn't notice that's bad so I watch
2: my calories that's good same thing. Only two calories. She drinks Make the, the ounce glass soda. Of I will say, no sugar. it's an amazing no thing.
1: It is, yeah. It's very mm-hmm. low, it's low cut. Nice
2: diet soft drink. <laughs> I like fresco.
1: Mm, yeah. Have you considered um, drinking diet soda to <laughs> so that your man will notice you, so she'll and notice then you'll me. be, and then you'll be a real woman again?
2: Yes, I've thought about it many times, but I just can't bring myself to do it. Should we play the Harry Potter commercial that we kind of talked about at the
1: beginning of the show? Yeah, the invisibility. This cloak? is like
2: this is the closest thing there is to like something that really is invisible. I guess the I guess the Mercedes was kind of real.
1: I have a theory. No, that's not true. I was going to say that <laughs> there are two people in this world who know the very least about Harry Potter, I've read all and that's the books. you and me. But then I remembered you read the books. You just yeah. didn't like them.
2: Oh, now I'm going to Am gonna I outing letters. you? You're
1: allowed to say that.
2: I just was too old to read them when I did. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm i sure that I know that
1: adults if, who read them well, for themselves.
2: I will... Love they, them. I'm too... It was... Too, I was too old for me mm-hmm. when I read them mm-hmm. to enjoy them thoroughly. Um and they just didn't really resonate for me and I still have a hard time remembering all the crap that happened. I also probably <laughs> like I probably did a ba- I probably did myself something of a disservice in reading them cuz I just sort of backwards. like backwards. <laughs> backwards.
1: And not just the books and in, in French, order but like yeah. you read them starting with the last page yeah, of the last exactly. book. And then worked your way forward. So that is kind of on you that
2: one's on me no i did read them but i sort of plowed through them mm-hmm. you know they're they're not hard to read they're like they're very digestible so i just like i sort of did it like veg like like doing my homework almost mm-hmm. to just like have this cultural reference point point. Mm-hmm. and i didn't really enjoy the process i think i might have benefited from reading one and then like taking a break and reading the second one mm-hmm. i've never seen the movies um and I probably maybe would enjoy. Maybe it would like paint more of a picture if I read the movies. i read the watch movies. The if movies. I, if I watch the movies. I read all. I, I read all of my TV now. Yeah. Did I tell you we went to the movies uh, twice this weekend? Not to brag. Not to brag. And especially Dune, mm-hmm. like which is I liked a lot, but is very like either everyone's screaming or everyone's mumbling. And I'm so used to watching all TV with uh, subtitles on now that like
0: you I,
1: are used to reading it.
2: I'm used to reading it, yeah.
1: And you know a movie like Dune that has all these like kind of made up family names right. and planet names and it, it would stick in your brain better if it you would. Were, had that if you had that. Um
2: So yeah, so anyway, um all that is to say, Harry Potter I I'm not I mean I'm I'm very anti J.K. Rowling because of her terrible turfiness, but Um, the The wizarding world doesn't. I don't have any particular animus toward it. It just wasn't for me.
1: Let me tell you everything that I know because I've never seen a movie. I've never read a book. Here's what I know. I'll
2: try to tell you if you're right.
1: Um, It is about uh, a boy wizard. Yeah. Who goes to a boarding school? Okay. Where there are other wizards. Yep. Young. They're all wizards, or they all have various They're all
2: school. They're all school age.
1: Uh, but they're all wizards they're not just various superpowers like the right. x-men or whatever okay and they're broken up into different schools which represent their personalities in some way houses but yeah houses within the same school and the in harry potter the main character has a goofy friend who wears like a cloth crown and he hates work. And he loves <laughs> hamburgers. Damn it. I was getting so close. You're getting so close. <laughs> that I blew it at the end. No, We're literally, lucky
2: that wasn't a um, Maynard G. Krebs reference.
1: <laughs> Everything I said up until my Jughead Jones, my classic <laughs> Jughead Jones joke there, um, is that's all I know. I yeah. don't know anything else. I don't know. Well, I know that he's got Maybe like that's a, the basic premise. a grandfatherly older wizard who kind of guides him. Kind of gandalf but I can't remember that dude's name it's but the same I, actor oh is it okay I but so. i don't know like what the general tension is i'm sure i'm guessing that it's like good versus evil and that some of these wizards use their powers for nefarious reasons maybe but are all the kids good
2: no all the kids are not good
1: okay that's interesting well anyway this is not interesting to i would guess that 99 of our audience knows um about harry potter so i will shut up now uh how do we want to set up this commercial genevieve
2: we would all, we'll set up this commercial by just saying it is a commercial for um, a cool wizarding cloak. Oh,
1: okay, cool. And I it's a real cloak.
2: You buy it, and it's you know it's Harry Potter branded, of course. And, and it makes you invisible. And it, I mean, it makes you invisible on an on a phone. So you put it in front. You put oh, it in front of you. Okay. And if you're look, if someone's looking at you through, I assume some app or something it effectively, like, mm. it hides, it, it can't see, the the phone can't see the cloak and it can't see That's you. That's kind of interesting. It's actually pretty cool. Like, I actually did kind of think, like, you know, this is kind of amazing what um, what technology has been able to do and, like, some yeah. of these virtual worlds and the intersection of the virtual and the real.
1: Because you could make, if you were, like, Cause a... Because keep in mind,
2: it's, like, a real, it's a physical piece yeah. of cloth.
1: And if you were making movies... If you can record on the app, you could actually have invisibility in your movies.
0: Become part of the Wizarding World and amaze your friends and family by appearing to disappear with Harry Potter's invisibility cloak. Now you can own one of the Wizarding World's coolest cloaks. Use the free app and make anyone shrouded within the cloak appear to become invisible. A full-length cloak with detailed fabric designs inspired by the movie original. Mm. The invisibility cloak from WowStuff. Smart device not included. App download required. Ask permission before going online. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: goes for everybody.
2: I wanted to quickly correct something I said. I said I hadn't seen the Harry Potter movies, and I was, I was like, uh, I bet Dumbledore's is not... Uh, Sir, Ian McKellen Ian McKellen and I was yeah I who was, is it it's Richard Harris
1: oh okay that doesn't mean anything to me
2: um, so yeah sorry about that but proof that I did truly have not seen those
3: movies I guess everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying only the echoes of
2: my mind
1: now this is your chance to be seen at council.
2: <laughs> oh, it's really nice.
1: Except we can't start with the hard seltzer one because I can't remember who sent that in to me or where. So um, that person is not seen right now. I'll, I'll come back to that. Okay, SM come back to skip. that one.
2: This one is from Brian. Um, and he said he stole this from a Star Trek group. I assume a Facebook group.
1: Oh, this, yeah. I saw part of this earlier. This is...
2: This is delightful.
1: Something to behold. It really is.
2: This is for, I believe, a I think it's Victoria-based furniture store called okay. Dodd's Furniture and Mattress. You have, I guess, the proprietors of Dodd's um, all wearing knockoff Star Trek uniforms, but TOS, to be clear. This is mm-hmm. all very original series. Um, and at one point, you have a couple of the people from the store with uh, Klingon uh, filters over their heads but mm-hmm. very janky looking filters yeah um at one point like
1: snapchat filter type of thing yeah but like
2: yeah. L- less good yeah i want to say really bad <laughs> yeah um at one point uh the 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 enterprise flies th- around planet earth but instead of the the saucer part uh-huh. It's a mattress
1: Yeah slunk jeep
2: One thing I find Very funny about this
1: Space slunk jeep
2: Is there's a guy Who is wearing yellow And I guess Is like the captain And he's the first one To speak And then behind him A guy appears Wearing red Refers to him as captain But the guy in red Like really has A Shatner vibe And I yeah, feel like They were miscast they sw-
1: Yeah they should have Swapped that around Well
2: Probably who's in charge In the, the store
1: interpersonal, interpersonal right there
2: Interpersonal <laughs> dynamics the
0: final frontier Aye, Captain You can choose your space with a surda
2: furniture.
1: He's the only one who could do the um, Scottish accent That's right That's what That's it was That's what it
2: is Because I think most of these guys have like the You know, Southeast Asian-ass guy Aye, Captain You can choose your space with a surda
0: Thoughts, furniture, and mattress. Don't cling on to that old mattress. You will comfort
3: certain mattresses cling on. that you have soft and firm on the same mattress. Boldly dream like you never dreamed before. <laughs> be on board to the side that's right for you. And the dog set your savings for stunning. Captain,
1: you won't be undersold. Make it so. A logical choice. Live long and sleep. The person who's playing the (laughs) Spock-esque character has on just big plastic yellow ears that aren't even like trying to look real at all, which I actually respect. I also respect the first comment underneath this from uh, somebody who goes by the name Mr. Mario, uh, wrote six years ago, Dodd's ads have always been chessy. But it's still entertaining to watch them.
2: It's Chessy as hell.
1: Well said. Can I reply to that and just say, "Well said."
2: <laughs> Please don't. That's one of my favorite internet let's not, comments. Let's to not make. troll <laughs> sad YouTube commenters. Anyway, thank you, Brian. I got to kick That's that. That's really that. great. Yeah, I really enjoyed keep on it. Coming. Um, I, I can't like that is wholesale stealing of Star Trek though.
1: I don't think Star Trek cares, though.
2: I don't think they do, but that's for sure not licensed.
1: Yeah. Do you want me to try to find this hard seltzer uh, commercial? Yeah, try to find it. All right. I, again, I don't know where this came in. Probably, you know, this might have been sent into my um, TBTL uh, email. I'm not exactly sure. But what we have is I don't even know any of these um, oh, yeah. actors anymore. I
2: know, like, Pete Davidson and. Or Davison, which I'll never learn, Mm -hmm. which it is. And, yeah, I think that's it.
1: It looks like uh, this was posted just a couple of weeks ago, officially on the SNL uh, page. So this is relatively new. And plus, I guess the... I guess the joke is based on where we are right now, where everybody has right. um, you know, some sort of a hard seltzer. I Lucy. saw Natty
2: Light does one now. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. All right. So I think we have these SNL um, cast members and writers playing themselves in the writing room. It starts with just two fellas hanging oh.
3: out. I'm going to have a drink. Yes, sir. What you sipping on? Oh, probably just a hard seltzer. Nice. What kind? It's a JC Penny the department store yeah they're doing her seltzers now what yeah ever since white claw blew up everyone's doing them bud light corona jc penny don't they just make clothes yeah i don't know man okay i'm not on the board of the company this is just the thing that i like what flavor is it men's jacket it's not all men's jackets it's a variety pack i'm sitting on belts and ties does it taste like belts and ties uh, no it tastes like grape are you stupid? Ben in the house. Oh, no, the baby. third guy comes in. Are oh, you drinking JCP? All oh, these Is
2: white dudes look, look identical to me. Well, one has still. bright red Shifty hair. Jiffy Lube. it up. Still. <laughs>
1: So we were talking over that. So this the 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 new guy has uh, brought in a six pack of Jiffy Lube flavored, or I guess Jiffy Lube branded seltzer.
3: JCP? You know it. You know about this? Got some seltzers myself. Jiffy Lube. Lube it up. (laughs) Cheers, man. Good to see you. What is going on? Come on, everyone's doing it. JCPenney, Jiffy Lube, Exxon, Verizon, Dr. Riccardi. Who? My dentist. (laughs) That one's actually really gross. I don't sipping. understand why you like these. You don't have to understand everything, Yeah, John. like, we don't understand what you see in your girlfriend. What? But we, we don't get angry. No, we don't yell at you. No. We, Am I awake? I also got the summer variety pack. Oh, nice. This is so awesome. That's for everybody. And John, if you want one, take one. Hmm. Oh, I hate when these get in there.
1: He just pulled a belt buckle out of his mouth. a
3: belt buckle? Yeah, the JCPenney ones, sometimes they get in yeah. there. Yeah. Stop slurping like that. Just chill out. Oh, who's this an impression of? Oh, I'm John. John. Me. Yeah, it's John. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's cool. Does the (laughs) desk have one? No, probably not. I don't know. Mm. Okay, so
0: yeah. yeah. He
1: opens up a drawer and pulls out a hard seltzer and just says desk on it. It The
3: desk has What is going on? Try one. Fine.
1: He's going to drink the desk.
3: That's pretty good. (laughs) Oh, my God. Cheers. Cheers, brothers. I was wrong. Desk hard seltzer it's in the desk
1: <laughs> it's not the best skit in the world but I kind of do like the it's in the desk
2: yeah, yeah it definitely has the feel of, uh, of a tagline yes
1: it does okay uh, last actual uh, piece of material here from the ad, <laughs> ad council sorry that sounded weirdly clinical um, what else do we have
2: Last piece of content today will be from Josh. Uh, Josh, I, I never remember to watch John Oliver, even though I should, because I always love it.
1: Josh, uh, Josh Oliver. Josh Oliver. Uh, John Oliver is straight up genius. He is Whenever a genius. I see the show, I just think this guy's a straight up genius. But almost everything I watch is escapism, and the fact that it's it's kind of based on the news or a takedown, and it's based on like sometimes like just like. It's content that will make you angry because it will point out the hypocrisy well, in our world. Well, that's why it's funny
2: to me that you call it escapism.
1: No, that's why I'm saying that I don't watch oh,
2: it. Oh, everything, no, sorry, everything yeah, yeah. you do choose to watch everything is I escapism. Everything I do choose to watch yes. is escapism. Gotcha. And I'm never
1: like, okay, I'm going to put her around the kitchen now and I'm going to put on John Oliver because it's going to make me angry. Right. Not, not him, but because I don't want to be angry in that moment and yeah. I don't want him to d- tell me a story about it's another part of life that just angry. is just... So frustrating. Yeah. of course I should be educating myself more. And if John Oliver can't do it with a spoonful of sugar, yeah. you know what am Nobody I? doing? Nobody can do it. Yeah. Well,
2: this is actually not angry making. This is just kind of a news of the weird, funny thing uh, that he found. Um, I guess maybe two weeks ago or whenever um, his most recent actual HBO show came on, they identify he he somebody kind of put him onto the fact that this group of four local car dealerships had done and had basically all made the same extremely specific ad
1: and they're not related and they're not even in the same state they're so. not in the
2: same state in fact i think that's part of why this was able to why they're able to do this but in each ad the owner of the car dealership again these are local car commercials so they have that local feel the, the owner is in a big corny pickle costume and he's talking about how he's in a pickle, and if he doesn't calm down, his doctor says he's going to have a heart attack.
1: Yes. Now these are not all the same pickle outfits either. By yeah, the they're way. all
2: different production styles, production sort of choices. But they're
1: mostly like the really cheap. I'm standing out here in my own car dealership right. lot, screaming at the camera. Only in this case, I'm wearing a pickle outfit. Right.
2: Do you want to play the the clip of all four of them here? Okay.
1: Yeah, and this is John Oliver. We'll set it up a little bit too.
3: A few months ago. We did a story about local car commercials, specifically the fact that it had come to our attention that some of them looked suspiciously similar. Hey, you know me, Scott Elder here from Elder Mitsubishi. I'm in a pickle. My doctor told me to turn it down a notch before my heart explodes. Scott Lehman here from Premier Auto Center, and I'm in a pickle. My doctor told me to calm down before my heart explodes. Hey, Fred Grody here from Grody Automotive. Doctor told me I need to turn it down a notch so my heart doesn't explode. <laughs> Steve Johnson here from Zumbro to Ford. My doctor told me to turn it down a notch so my heart doesn't explode. Help! I'm in a pickle! But, <laughs> Dad, your doctor told you to calm down before
2: your heart
1: explodes. <laughs> I think I counted at least five in that yeah, there are montage five, yeah. alone. Yeah, there five, yeah.
2: Um so it's it's pretty great and um basically what happened was uh because John Oliver doesn't really unpack it so he so John Oliver then uh c- comes up with this idea that like he says one of the things that's so great about local car ads is that they weren't created in a factory mm-hmm. and basically what happened was uh, a a crew of or you know, a firm, an advertising firm wrote this ad, sold it to all these different car dealerships. Now, I'm going to spoil the ad and say they did know that they were each doing it. They're part of the marketing. Consortium. yeah, they weren't getting
1: they weren't getting um like had right. In this they case. didn't think
2: they had some kind of original thing here. they yeah. they were in a marketing consortium. But they probably got a group rate, you know, mm. who knows? But anyway, uh, and they're all in different markets, so it mm. kind of makes sense. Like in an era before the internet, no one would ever have known that something happening in uh, whatever it is, Zemota I Zamota, Minnesota. Is also happening in like Springfield Illinois right, right? But, but
1: I'm with him though that these commercials are terrible but you at least thought the one redeeming quality is is it reflects the local character like or, oh we all know about you know crazy Eddie's exactly in, you know in South Seattle and has been doing these commercials for 20 years you think or it whatever. originates with them yeah. or
2: their son-in-law or somebody you yeah know? Like they're like, sitting
1: around they're like wouldn't it be funny hey dad we have that pickle outfit from right. um, f- from the from the surprise party a few weeks ago let's do something with that exactly so hey dad we have the pickle costume from the surprise party from a few weeks ago it's just that I've been working on my improv skills yeah and it I, really I came up with that yeah all by myself
2: well if you had a dad or mom who owned a car dealership you probably have a real future in local commercial <laughs> yes, acting exactly so what John Oliver does to like I guess you would say probably in sort of insert himself or his show into the mix here is his writers come up with an ad that they say is a very good ad, but they they won't tell. They say they'll give it to one car dealership, any car dealership that wants to do it. Uh, they'll give it to them for free, and they have to. But they have to produce it exactly as written. Um, and so, a couple of car because publicity is fr- free. Publicity is free publicity. One of the dealerships that was in that pickle montage, mm-hmm. this Zimoda from Minnesota, Zimoda Minnesota makes mm-hmm. me laugh. Yeah. Um, took them up on it and did in fact produce this ad.
1: So they said okay, we'll take this script written by John Oliver and his crew. Right. Sight unseen and we promise to produce it and air it.
2: I guess and air it. Okay. I mean they certainly did air it. Um they promised to they promised to do it as written and John Oliver I think wisely and very funny uh it made a funny choice Which was They didn't go The direction of like Having somebody In a big wild costume mm-hmm, And mm-hmm. screaming from You know the top of an elephant No like They wrote it as a A tense Marital psychodrama <laughs> And so what you're about to hear Is this Zumota Ford uh With their like these are just actors that these are just people that work in the in the dealership that they've tapped to be the actors Mm -hmm. in this commercial.
1: So the opening shot is of a kind of a blue sky with a on a sunny day with some wispy white clouds blowing by and then we see a man standing in his kitchen looking out the window and then uh, his wife walks in and they start having a pretty serious conversation.
3: Storm's coming any minute now. I want a divorce. You don't mean that. Like you would even know what I mean. You don't know me. You're right. I don't anymore. And ever since we bought that all-wheel drive minivan from Zombrota Ford, you've changed.
2: Maybe I have. Maybe I changed the minute I put my hands on the steering wheel of
3: that new minivan. Maybe in that moment, I realized how empty I feel inside. You don't want the minivan from Zorrota Ford? Of course not. Why would
0: I? We don't even have kids.
3: Oh, here we go again with the kid thing. What happened to us? We used to laugh. We used to dance. Remember the Lodge? Don't you dare bring up the Lodge. You're impossible. Like, and you take up too much space. Like our Zambroda Ford minivan that can barely fit in the garage. How many times do I have to say it? I wrote the dimensions down right, but the architect made the garage wrong. It's
2: always the architect with you, isn't it, Kevin?
1: I'm sp- okay, so now, after that dramatic scene, we now cut to Which, outside. Which, by the way,
2: it does nothing but, like... Rag on the car that I they're know. supposed to be advertising. Yeah,
1: this car did not bring them happiness, and now we are now we're suddenly outside the dealership, and we see the owner, I suppose, in a pickle costume, uh, and he's about to address what we've just seen.
2: Always the architect with you, isn't it, Kevin?
3: I'm Steve Johnson of Zombrota Ford, and I'm in a pickle. Couples therapy, schmupples therapy, a new car is what you want. So come on down to Zombrota Ford and see me, Steve Johnson. I'm a dealer for the people.
1: And then at the very end, we get like kind of a drone shot showing the, the, the Ford dealership from above and we see it's kind of subtle we see the man from the kitchen scene drama walking into yes. the road by himself by the way yeah. not with his wife
2: no I think it's so funny um, I thought it
1: would be they were going in together to get a car together but it's more like he's walking away from well here actually I think John Oliver actually should I keep going with this and let him do the, yeah, just the let
3: him, breakdown let him talk of what we see it. Oh. That is A+. All due respect to Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain, but that is a fucking scene from a marriage right there. (laughs) To me, it's all the little touches that we didn't specify in the script, but which they did anyway. The choice to show a fairly clear sky right before the line, storm's coming any minute now. Great, excellent. The cutaway to the big minivan in the small garage. Very, very good. The couples therapy, schmupples therapy graphics engulfed by what appear to be dozens of green coronaviruses. Genius. And very topical.
1: Now, we didn't mention that. I don't know what it is. At first, it's showing a little red heart, but then the hearts kind of explode into these little green I think puffs the premise here say. is,
2: like, don't get, don't heal your relationship, just get a new car. I guess so. What appear to be
3: dozens of green coronaviruses. Genius. And very topical. And finally the husband from the ad walking into the dealership and away from the wreckage of his relationship at the end of the commercial? That is narrative closure mode. That
1: is That is the, the chef's kiss It of is fantastic. Whole
3: thing. Yeah. So
2: anyway, I really appreciate, Josh, you putting, uh, telling us about that because, I, like I said, I don't pay enough attention to John Oliver and this is Right in Our Wheelhouse. You can't sell anything
1: you All right, Veeves, how about we make ourselves invisible and <laughs> get right on out of here? That sounds good. Uh, check us out, everybody. Go to the Facebook group if you want to participate in these conversations. Just look for After These Messages Show on Facebook. Also, you can email us afterthesemessagesshow at gmail.com and you can call our listener line. Leave us a voicemail. Maybe sing us a jingle, although you don't have to. You, the voicemail is not just there for you to sing on it. You can also just talk if you want to If you want to tell us about a commercial that you saw or what have you. Maybe you're just having a tough day and you want to say hello. That's fine, too, although it probably won't make the podcast. Call us at 607-444-5597. That is 607-444-5597. All right. That's it. You want to poof? That's poof. Let's poof. Let's poof. <laughs>
0: You can say.